0: We are going to frame up episode 62. That was my conversation with Craig Ballantyne. He's an exceptional coach. We're going to take a closer look at why coaching hits us right in the emotions. Ah, I'm excited. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm I'm glad you're with me. I'm going to try to contain my excitement and slow down my cadence of speech here a little bit so you can appreciate where we're about to head. This is the first version of the framed episode of Leading Matters. So Leading Matters framed, if you will, and the idea here is to take the most recent episode and kind of put some context, put a little bit of a boundary around it, a bit of a frame to make or underscore a particular point. Now, the beauty of this is that it serves an ulterior motive of mine, which is to make it clear that we can kind of tell any story we want to, as long as we're committed to it. So the story we're going to tell today is the, the way that help, right, coaching, I'm going to use the coaching industry as the metaphor here, connects with who we are, the dramatic essence of who we want to be, who we are today. Where we would like to head and the journey to get us there which is really if you think about it that underdog stories that we love so much I always use Rocky Balboa right because I'm from the Philadelphia area and everybody's familiar with that you know almost worldwide that that film but the idea is to uh, you know cheer and root on the underdog and that's why we like that's why I love coaching. matter of fact listen to this clip from Oliver Stones any given Sunday. <music>
1: You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small, I mean, one half a step too late or too early, you don't quite make it one half second too slow too fast you don't quite catch it the inches we need are everywhere around us they're in every break of the game every minute every second on this team we fight for that inch on this team we tear ourselves And everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying.
0: Between living and dying, right? I mean, it's Hollywood, of course, but. It's hard not to be drawn in by the, that speech. It's hard not to be drawn in by the emotions that are are pulled out there. Of course, the great Al Pacino certainly helps and fine director Oliver Stone knowing how to manipulate emotional feelings, not just through film, but through the audio that comes through there makes the point. So this is a big reason why we're drawn to it, but it's also because there's a titantic effort within each of us. I'm, I believe this. I believe there's a, a drive and a desire within each of us to continuously improve. And we, and what I've experienced personally in my life is we either, uh, mute it and deal with wherever we are today, or we relentlessly and restlessly work. And I think that's why coaching becomes so attractive to us. Now what you're, what's interesting, and and here's where I want to come out of the gate at this because. And let's begin with making it clear that Greg Ballantyne is a phenomenal coach, okay? But he does a ton of these interviews. Now, we got into a place where he was incredibly uh, passionate about what he does and, and incredibly f- transparent about the realities of the industry and very forthcoming with what personal improvement requires. But in the very beginning, let's this just opening clip here for a moment, and then I'll tell you why we're playing it in just a second. What
2: I wanted to share with people was, you know, a formula for a really, really great day, a perfect day, in fact.
0: Now, listen, remember, phenomenal coach. But do you see Craig does these things so often that he's got kind of a script down. And I get that, right, because I do a fair number of interviews myself where I try to place myself on other shows as a guest. And sometimes you have to be very prepared with exactly what you're going to say, because your host might not be the best host in the world. They might not be the best interviewer in the world. So, therefore, you have to take a little bit more control of the message. You have to be a little bit more aggressive with getting your word out. So, what I hear in that very opening is that, you know, Craig's prepared to do that and, and you know, fair to him because he doesn't understand yet whether or not him, he and I are going to have the chemistry, if the interview is going to go well. We literally email a couple of times, and then that's the first time we're actually talking. We have about a minute intro, and then we get in, you know, on the phone before we hit record and then we get into the podcast but listen to what happens when things change and we now get to talk a little bit more intimately about his subject matter expertise
2: who default to doing things that they can do um, not necessarily that they're that they like doing but that they can do for example some people will spend you know an hour a day building their website when they should never ever 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 be doing that
0: Right after, right out of the gate here. Now, let's Look, this is an area of expertise. This is a book. He's mo- his most recent book is about this. Um, this this personal efficiency. And if you read it, it's called The Perfect Day Formula. It is very detailed disciplined, step-by-step step on, listen, if you're committed to increasing a high level of productivity, understand that there's no, is no trick to it. It's a matter of discipline. And he talks about little things that you can do to discipline. But he also gets into immediately this idea of mindset that, listen, if you're serious about changing the way you're thinking, that you have to exercise and create that habitual way of thinking and he breaks it down now so see the beauty in that he connects you to that emotional desire to improve and maybe it's this area of productivity that you care about you want to get more out of your day and oh by the way talks a lot about work life balance so how do we do that now you can hear quite plainly in his voice that he knows that this works he's an expert in this area and one of the first things you need to understand is there are things that you should not be doing and until you are able to not only understand it but internalize the reality of not doing those things you're going to be struggling to increase that level of productivity so it's really uh, you know again hits you in the emotions but then also motivates you to act let's let's continue with greg
2: don't give into that temptation to do the things even when you are struggling Put yourself in the place that I'm the boss, I'm the leader, I'm this person on a mission, and that type of person wouldn't do those things.
0: Beautiful, right? Exactly, again, connecting to who you are. Now, look, let's go back to the very beginning of this. There is a huge industry growing, and sadly, there's more bad than good. So what, is, what does Craig have to do? And and, and here's, the, here's the balancing act, is that he has to connect with the emotional reality of what leaders and would-be, you know, the aggressive kind of want to grow and, and move in the right direction or the aggressively want to improve their own uh, ability to execute their expertise more proficiently, okay? You've got to tap into that desire. Now, it's a balancing app because that is, so many do that. Right? If you read copy for this industry, it's all, what it, what, it, what it attempts to do is lock in and connect you with the things that you know are your obstacle. In other words, when you read the the whole intent is to read the copy and have you identify yourself in the copy. So it's like, oh yeah, that's my problem. Yes, that's my that's my keep. You know, some people call it my keep me up at night or my pain or whatever you might call it. So they and but they do it at a very personal level on what it is, what it means to you, how it's inhibiting your career. But listen, Craig doesn't just end there, and this is where it delineates between the bad and the good because listen to this next clip where he actually follows up with how he is handling some of the people in his sphere of influence and the people that he's coaching, and in this case, uh, an area of his business investment. So. Um, and we'll, I just won't set it up any more than that. It runs about maybe 30 seconds or so. But let's go ahead and listen to this. And I think you'll appreciate the necessity of not just using the emotional connectivity but then connecting it to something in reality. And I'll tell you on the back end why that makes such a big deal.
2: So I own four uh, fr- fitness franchises, and I've never been to any of them. I'm the financial backer, and then I have uh, partners on the ground doing the work. And they often get sucked back into doing the training. They think, oh, you know, one of my uh, trainers canceled today, so I'll just go and do it. And I've been on them over and over and over again that they must make a rule that as a business owner, they want to be millionaires. And so I say to them, as a business owner, you must make a rule that you never do another training session again. You might have to cancel the training session and lose, you know, a couple hundred dollars. But if you are in that mindset, you're totally switching it from – I'm working in the business, you know, classic e-myth by uh, Michael Gerber, if you're working in the business all the time, you can never step back and you can never work on the business and move yourself ahead. So it is short-term pain. Let's be honest. It is short-term pain to cancel a a session or to have, you know, to have your website not be up for another day. But it is long-term gain when you have that switch in your mindset.
0: Switch in your mindset. Okay. So, and he's offering up a very clear example of what that means, and doing so in a way that connects back to the drama of why it's important to do that. Okay, so I, I, the reason I think that's such a, an important example is because and let's go back to the very beginning here, where out of the gate, because Craig and I were just kind of getting comfortable in the interview, he sent it much more boxed and canned and packaged, and oh by the way, necessarily so. Then we're talking about an industry that, that kind of preys a little bit on the emotions of those that it seeks to serve. Now we're at the point where we have a very good practitioner in this industry who doesn't prey on the emotions of those he seeks to serve, but clearly understands them in the context of what it means to execute. All right, now listen to this next clip here because he talks about why it's important to even go about doing it, that this things that you're having issues with are not going to be addressed unless and until you commit to fixing them yourself and not looking for someone externally to do the work for you
2: we look for the man on the white horse that's what we call it we we me and my business partner we laugh about it now because we see other people doing it and we feel like we we notice sometimes even ourselves we're like we should go and hire this guy and then we start laughing think oh we just think the man on the white horse is going to ride in and fix everything and you're going to get burned by that over and over and over again because, as you said, you have often have the people in-house. You know the techniques to do it, but it's just a lot easier to throw money at the problem and think, oh, we'll let some you know magical guy ride in, some wizard come in and, and do all the work. But he's actually going to require you to do the work. So you may as well just do the work all on your own.
0: May as well just do the work all on your own. Okay, you see where we've arrived at? Okay, and again – what I love about how Craig went about doing this is that it's not its not a uh, marketing message. It's not a sales pitch. It's his reality, right? In other words, uh, that's not the right way to say it. It's his expertise that he is offering up to you, to the audience. And I think he's very gracious in the entire episode. And again, it's episode 62 of Leading Matters. You should go listen to the whole thing. He's very gracious in the fact that he is simply offering up what he knows works and giving you some examples and suggesting that listen, in the in the reality of doing this, it comes down to your decision to get serious about creating the habits that are going to help you not just shift your mind in the right way, but then back it up with the execution necessary to achieve the direction in which you want to head. Okay, now there's a lot packed in there, but how does he do it? That's the whole essence and why we framed up episode 62 here is you do it by you know he connects he does it by connecting with the drama that is within everyone that I believe is in everyone that seeks to become better even if they've muted it it's buried in there deeply and then connecting it very simply to real honest to goodness execution so Last thing we started off with any given Sunday, let's just listen to this one last clip before I play you out here. Uh, this is a scene from the reboot of the Batman series back in the early thousands, probably middle thousands, from Batman Begins. Razagul, who ended up being a bad guy, but that's not the only here, there, training Bruce Wayne, who will eventually become Batman. Again, Bruce had destination, had a lot of obstacles in the way. Razagul teaches him how to achieve those, or overcome, rather, those obstacles.
1: You have learned to bury your guilt with anger. I will teach you to confront it, and to face the truth. You know how to fight six men. We can teach you how to engage 600. You know how to disappear. We can teach you to become truly invisible. Invisible. Abhi! Ninja understands that invisibility is a matter of patience, and agility. Ah! 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 Always mind your surroundings. Ah! Ninjutsu employs explosive powders. As weapons or distractions. Theatricality and deception are part of the